for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi, my name is Mike, and I'm glad that you can join us. And I hope that you will treasure God's Word and that it will be applied to your life and that you will see uh, great fruit being born from it. You know, have you ever gone shopping for a home, you know, whether it be to purchase or to rent? Uh, we know that it can take a lot of your time. And when my wife and I, after we got married, and we went to search for our first house, and we hired a realtor and I can't remember how many houses that we went to go look at and in the beginning we were very excited but as that process uh, went on and on uh, we realized how difficult it can be and if you have ever gone looking for a home you know that you would not base your decision just purely on the outside but rather you not only look at the outside, but you look at the inside and see how it looks. You want to make sure that it's well maintained because that's where you're going to be doing most of your living. In the same way, our spiritual lives, it's not just on the outside, but it's what's inside that matters most. And this is something that will be addressed as Paul writes, continues in his writings in the book of Romans. Romans chapter 2 verses 1 through 11 You therefore have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself, because you who pass judgment do the same things. Now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you, a mere human being, pass judgment on them and yet do the same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? Or do you show contempt for the riches of His kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? But because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath, when His righteous judgment will be revealed. God will repay each person according to what they have done. To those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honor, and immortality, He will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and who reject the truth and follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. There will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile but glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. As Paul opens up in chapter 2 of Romans, uh, we see that he talks about this issue of hypocrisy. And he, he sees it and he tells what kind of sin this really is and how it affects our God. And so far in this letter, uh, Paul has been writing, he's addressing and pointing out the sins of man. 
And in the previous chapter, Paul had talked about the wrath of God and what happens when we commit the sin of immorality, namely uh, homosexuality. And for that sin, it is more pronounced, meaning that you can see it with your eyes. It's, it can, it's obvious, and you see that happening um, all around us. But now in this chapter, Paul is talking about a sin that may not be obvious to our eyes as the other sins because it deals with the heart. God's judgment is coming and it's being revealed. And he's brought this attention of those who are hypocritical and we call them hypocrites. And we are aware, you know, most of us are aware of what a hypocrite is. It's someone who pretends to be someone when they don't really believe in what they say. And God here will not tolerate that kind of person and that kind of sin, especially if they refuse to repent of their sin and of their conduct. Uh, the reasons why God does not uh, tolerate hypocrisy, and he gives reasons for that, it's because uh, when we are hypocrites, we assume the place of God in judging others. And when we judge, we are guilty before God. Uh, no one here on earth has the right to judge uh, a human being in terms of their spiritual life. And when the hypocrite looks at another person and they cast judgment upon them for what they do, God says that they are hypocrites because they are just as guilty as the person who judges. And we have to understand that there's a difference between judging and confronting someone about their sins. And when we judge someone, uh, we're doing it from a position saying that we are higher than they are and that we are above reproach. We think that we are people of, of no sin whatsoever. And when it comes, But when it comes to confronting someone, you're doing it to help that person become a better believer and becoming more obedient in the faith. Uh, biblically speaking, when we confront someone, it should be done in love uh, with the intention of helping them and using and having compassion along in the process. And Paul also addressed reasons for God's judgment. And according to verse 6, God's judgment is personal. This means that every person is judged according to their merits. And we should be thankful that we do not have to pay for the sins of another person, uh, nor does someone else have to pay for our sins, humanly speaking. Uh, God's judgment will be fair, and it's going to be tailored to each person accordingly. And there are different results based on their faith. In verses 7 to 10, we see that there is a difference between those who seek God's glory and those who seek self-glory. And for those who are on the good path, uh, in verses 7 and 10, it says that they are persistent and they do good. Uh, the reason for this is because they want to see God's glory. And ultimately, they want to be just like Christ. Just as what He has done for them, that they are willing and wanting to follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ, their Lord. Uh, those who are on the bad path, it's described as people who are self-seeking and those who have rejected the truth, and those who follow evil. 
And when it comes to what they seek, it will, they, it will result in wrath, anger, trouble, and distress. And it's important to remember uh, that God looks at the condition of the heart. And this is so important that we are not just judged on our, out, our outward works, but also what is going on inside of our hearts and in our minds. And it's very important that uh, we learn to examine our hearts on a daily basis, that there should not be a day or a moment that goes by that we don't look at ourselves and ask ourselves, uh, where are we coming from? How, how does God look at when He sees what's going on in our hearts? And as we do that, as we look at ourselves and examine ourselves, uh, may that lead to true repentance and asking God that um, that we would really uh, give these and offer these up to the Lord. <clears throat> and as we do so, uh, He will give us grace and that He will help us uh, to walk the righteous path that only He can provide for us. And we need to be thankful uh, for the death of Christ that enables us to be at that point where we can surrender ourselves before the Lord and allow Him to speak to us of our sins. Now I know that um, Paul here is talking about the sin of hypocrisy. And we need to be aware of ourselves and who we are before God. May we not fall in the trap of judging other people and looking at them and casting judgment and condemning them and thinking that we are more righteous than they uh, because that is never the case. Uh, because we are human and we live in a fallen world, we know that there is no way that we are perfect uh, in the eyes of God but rather that we would show love and care and help those who are struggling with sin. Uh, and we know how detrimental it can be to other people. And let's learn to examine ourselves. And that's, I think, the most important thing that we can take away is to look at ourselves and ask ourselves where we stand before God. And as we do so, that we will really uh, surrender ourselves fully to the Lord. Let us pray. Uh, Father, we thank you for speaking to us. We thank you, O oh God, that uh, reminding us that we are not perfect and that we are indeed in need of a Savior. And so we ask, God, that we would not judge other people, but that we would really ask ourselves, um, Lord, how we need to be changed and how we need to um, repent of our sins. And so we pray for your grace, for your mercy in our lives. Uh, thank you for loving us first, and we want to love you just as much. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen.